welcome to primetime. This week, Prime Cuts, Honours Lists. Hello and welcome to Prime Cuts, where we talk backbench business and answer the questions you didn't know you had about modern British politics. I'm John. I'm Rob. And I'm Cass, and today we're doing an emergency podcast on honours lists. We are indeed. Welcome everyone to this, our second emergency podcast. Very exciting. New year, new emergency. We're going to be talking about (laughs) honours lists. I would just say do excuse how we're sounding because we are all ill. Oh, yes, it's been an exciting new year. <laughs> it really has a been. Great start to 2024. I know. The we- best bit of it is that we all fell ill one by one. So there wasn't even like a, you know, we didn't get through it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It feels like we've all got different flus as well. Yeah. And so I think we're meeting today. We're now going to get each other's exactly. flus. Exactly. Yeah. So that's good. Keep it going. It's a you good know, start. Keep it fun lasting. Anyway. So, yeah, thanks very much. We will start talking about honours lists because one of the things that came out in the new year was, as usual, the honours list. It is a big thing that happens every year, but there are not just one type of honours lists. There are many types of honours lists, which we shall get into in this episode, because honours play a significant role in both royal and political life in the UK. I have one really important question before we get started. And my really important question is, was Hugh Grant on the honours list? (gasps) I don't think he was. No more points for Hugh Grant. You're right. Actually, we'll have to scour the honours list every single time it comes out to see if Hugh Grant gets anything. Yeah, Yeah, the scoring is going to have to be kept up to date, isn't it? It really is. So yeah, we have a very complicated honour system in this country with many, many titles and orders all interlinked and interrelated, all granting different styles and letters and all that sort of stuff. Some honours are awarded by the monarch personally, uh, things like the Garter, the Thistle, the Order of Merit but most are awarded by the government generally. We'll do a couple of other episodes on specific honours, their role and their history, but this episode is going to be all about how these honours are decided, published and awarded. Who hands out the sweets? Who hands out all the goodies, exactly. So, new appointments to all these various honours are announced in things called honours lists. Following publication of the list, people can normally start using their letters and titles immediately and will start being booked in for investiture ceremonies later. These are held at one of a number of royal residences around the country and involve those being honoured going up to a senior member of the royal family, having a chat, being given their medal and having photos taken. New lists are published for a variety of reasons and under a variety of different names. If you were a monarch slash prime minister, when would you hand out honours? I would hand them out at Christmas as like little Christmas presents. And then also, no, do you know what? I would hand them out before Christmas, like maybe like two weeks before Christmas, so that everyone that I'd given them to felt like they had to get me a really good Christmas present. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, is this your way of avoiding having to give them the rest of us Christmas presents? Yeah, I'd be like, I've made you a duke. Give me a really good Christmas (laughs) present. Oh, they're different times for different ones. Yeah, they are. Oh, okay. Wait, is it like Easter? uh, I would do it Christmas, Easter... Just before my birthday. Well, you've basically <laughs> mentioned the two main ones already, because oh, they are... Christmas and Easter? New Year and birthday. Oh, hilarious. They actually are New Year and birthday. That's so funny. But, because of course the monarch is the monarch, the birthday honours aren't for when the monarch was actually born. Oh, they're the like official birthday. It's for the official birthday. <laughs> it is indeed. Can I actually ask a question? Why does the monarch have an official birthday? I've always wondered this and I've never known. I know this. Oh, okay, fun. It's because Edward VII was born in November. 
and they have these big ceremonies on the monarch's birthdays but it always rained. Yeah, that would be kind of rubbish. And so he went, you know what? I'm going to have an official birthday in and it's going to be in summer. Oh, it's okay. going to be in the middle of summer. I think it's always something like the third Saturday in June. It's not, yeah, oh, it's that's June-ish. fun. Okay, what's the one that's in April then? Or am I just making that up? Easter is sometimes in April. <laughs> uh, Damn it, been... Jesus' birthday. Oh, wait, no, hold on. No, <laughs> no very Je- much the opposite. Jesus' death day. Yes. Re- Jesus' rebirth day? Both. Rebirthday yeah. sounds Rebirthday, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And also the reason is so that if you have two honours lists a year, one of which is at the new year, if you have a summer official birthday, it's about six months apart. So oh, it's a sort yeah. of nice, sensible cadence. But those are the two main honours lists that are published uh, in each year. Uh, across the last few years, each of these lists contains about 1,200 names. A few people will be famous. Politicians, business leaders, actors, sports stars, cultural figures, all that sort of that crowd. Uh, a few will be for significant awards, maybe acts of bravery, senior figures in the military, the civil service. But the vast majority are for people not in the public eye who are given awards for various pieces of good work. This could be setting up local charities or voluntary work. Are there OBs for contributions to podcasting? Well, given how many broadcasters do end up with stuff, I think we are an absolute shoe in Wasn't it? Is it? Is it the rest of history people have just ended up with? Have they? I thought they had. I thought... Um, I Google this right now. You know, uh, Dominic... Dominic Sandbrook and yeah, Tom Holland. and Tom Holland. I'm sure they just ended up with some kind of... No, that's, that's Spider-Man Tom Holland. <laughs> Wrong Tom Holland. <laughs> John's like, Tom Holland's so youthful looking. He doesn't sound that young. <laughs> so they got a an award from the British Academy. It's not technically uh, an honour. Uh, Okay. We could chime in and talk about that if you want, because there are plenty of other awards that are offered by other organisations, including City of London and other things like that, that are considered sort of prestigious, but not honours. Oh, is this the one where you get to drive sheep through the City of London and all that? Uh, That's being made a freeman of the City of London, I think. That's fun. I think, for example, drive sheep over a bridge. I could theoretically drive sheep over a bridge in London. Yes, you would be promptly arrested. Yeah, but I uh, I could do it. Yes, you're right. (laughs) The rest of this history people have received an award, but it wasn't an honour. Uh, no, not a state honour. Well, not if yet. you're listening, King Charles, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, give one to them and then one to us afterwards. Yeah. We're very keen on getting all podcasters honours. That's what we're saying. Mm. Particularly yeah. us. Particularly but. us. But if <laughs> you other know, people do, we'll follow. So, as well as these two larger regular lists, there are some others that are published for other special occasions. Ooh. Crown-related honours. Oh, okay. So when there's a coronation. Boom. Very good. That's one of them. Can you think of two other times? Oh, okay. So the obvious other time would be something like a uh, a funeral. Yeah, death. But but does that not... Because usually the death of one monarch is associated with the accession of another. It's not like there's a waiting period. So do you get two sets of lists at the same time? Not the same time, but a coronation takes a long time to plan and organise. I see, yeah. So, yes. We've got death, we've got coronation. Would the other one be like the birth of like a baby? No. Oh, okay. Marriage? No. Is it another big life thing? It's a oh, big like a jubilee. Thing. It's uh, a jubilee. It's a jubilee, absolutely. Yeah, so, yes, these are the coronation, jubilee, and the death honours are not called death. They're called a demise which is actually the word demise. Demise, yeah. But because it's a crown thing and therefore very old, we still pronounce it in the French way. So it is a demise. Uh, Is that a French way or a Norman French way? Oh, it's probably a Norman French way. You're quite right. So yeah, these are not really particularly important for our purposes, but because they are almost always only given out for the awards that are in the monarch's personal gift, and they're given to royal staff for their service and people involved in organising and carrying out all these various occasions. So it doesn't really matter hugely, but I'm including them just for completeness. Political honours. Now, this is where it gets 
interesting because this is the stuff that we care about. There are two kinds of political honours lists. These are obviously the ones that are most relevant to this podcast, and even more excitingly, they are the most controversial. The first type is the dissolution honours, awarded by the Prime Minister at the end of each parliament. These can be every five years, but especially recently, a little more frequently than that. (laughs) And when we say the end of parliament, you mean because there's a general election coming? Exactly. Parliament is closed completely for the election, and there's normally a little honours list that goes with it. This is normally for honouring departing, long-serving MPs and other people connected with parliamentary life. But the big one in terms of controversy are the resignation honours. Dating back to 1895, these lists are drawn up by departing PMs personally, of which we have just had Liz Truss's published. Hers was published alongside the New Year's Honours list a few days ago. Oh, really? This Just now? Just now. And that's why that's... we're having an emergency podcast, because it was also published at almost exactly the same time as the New Year Honours list. Yes, just as a way to sort of sneak it through. Oh, was it really drama? Well, it was a little bit drama, and resignation honours lists often are a bit drama, because although in recent years the House of Lords Appointments Commission and various other honours committees in the Cabinet Office have some oversight of these lists, along with the new PM, resignation honours remain the most controversial list, with critics saying that it's an example of cronyism. Because it is. Yeah, I mean, you would, wouldn't you? You'd I mean, just be like, well, I'm, I'm out, but I'm going to give everyone I like a big fancy title. That is, that's what resignation honours lists yeah. do, and that is why they are controversial. Resignation honours lists mostly reward people who have served and helped that Prime Minister in particular, uh, with other requirements like long service and other political achievements get less of a look-in with this list than with other lists. And I do just want to say, just on top of me saying, because it is cronyism, I don't necessarily have a problem with that, if that's a traditional part of our culture, because it literally <laughs> is. But John's fine with nepotism as long as it's well, a tradition. <laughs> Okay, now that's that's good fair. old British <laughs> long-standing I mean nepotism. Uh, cronyism and nepotism are not the same thing, and <laughs> and this isn't giving a long-term anything. This is literally handing out gold stars. So I don't have a problem with that as part of the goodbye thing because it's usually something that happens when the leader of the country is successfully, well, or rather, unsuccessfully, <laughs> you know, has to let go of their position, and that's usually something that happens at the end of. of several years of an incredibly stressful job and they get to say thank you to a couple of people and that's something I'm fine with I think. What can they give out? Could they be like you're a duke now? Well theoretically yes. Hilarious. I mean we haven't given out dukedoms to non-royals for many many decades but peerages happen, life peerages. So yes but no. (laughs) That's where it gets a bit more controversial because I think that that's not a gold star that's something that alters the political fabric of this country. John if you were the prime minister and then you were retiring Mm -hmm. would you make me a duke? Say yes, obviously say yes. I can't believe you've not said yes. Yes, <laughs> I would. Thanks, Rob. Yeah. That's why no, you're my favourite. I, I, I would offer you the choice of whether you wanted to be a duke or a duchess. Well, I want to be a duke. Well, then you'd be a duke. Oh, that's thanks. how it would work. Well, so, I, yeah. I'd chuck in a garter as well. Ooh. So I like the haggling of a case of <laughs> yeah. affection. Well, I'd offer you the order of the bath. Oh, <laughs> oh you can't top that. Oh, no. <laughs> Fine, John wins. But yes, so peerages can also be given out in, in honours lists, which those are even the most controversial bits of all the other stuff, because I suppose all the other honours are bits of metal attached to bits of ribbon, whereas peerages do actually put you in Parliament as well. So that's Oh, that's... yeah, of course, it gives you political power. Exactly. That's fun. Uh, it is resignation honours lists that normally attract the most claims of they didn't deserve that and they mostly look after friends, allies, staff, advisors and ideological supporters. Lists can vary in length. Liz Truss's was quite short. But her premiership <laughs> was quite why. short as well, exactly. 
Uh, but the main question raised about hers is whether being in office for 49 days is enough for a yeah, list at all. Yeah, I was going to say, do you get to do it? What's your, what's your opinion, Cass? Do you think Liz Truss should have been able to do it? Oh, five minutes in, in prime ministership. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, come on, within 49, what was it, 49 days? Within 49 days, how useful were people to her? Like, Well, the, uh, actually, in terms of how useful they were to her, they got her into power. Yeah, I was going to say, I guess it's throughout her career. But like, it feels a bit hollow, doesn't it? Like, it's supposed to be like, oh, you're at the end of your term. <laughs> You get to be like, oh, thanks, guys. Thanks for helping. But she didn't get to the end of her term. She got to the end of a month. Yeah, there is definitely that about it. And I think that the kind of jobs that people do that get them these honours in the in resignation honours lists are the kind of stuff that just don't get you honours normally. So it's, it mm. is very much like you've worked for me and that's I'll give you an honour. Yeah, you've but, worked for me for a month and a half. Yeah, exactly. Have some, have some dukedoms. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so it's a very personal thing. The question really is, is there a sort of minimum threshold? Mm. Yeah. And I think that the minimum threshold should be if you've stuck around for... Surely a year, right? Well, yeah. And well, it wouldn't... Long enough to have done any other form of yeah. honours list. <laughs> any of the yeah, normal ones that come along. Point. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean... Some six-month requirement. Yeah, something like that, I think, would be the threshold that I'd probably set on it. I'm inclined to agree. I don't think she... In all my expertise of this matter from the last <laughs> five minutes, I don't, I don't think she should have been able to do it. Yeah, and we have had quite a few recently because, again, we've had quite a few prime yeah, ministers exactly. recently. So we've only yeah. just had Boris Johnson's it's, resignation. It's also honest. just an embarrassment, right? Yeah. It's not like I've come to the end of a long and successful prime ministership and I've got things to celebrate. It's like, oh, I was prime minister for five days. Fundamentally, resignation honours lists are normally a bit of an embarrassment for governments. PMs don't like having to deal with their predecessors' lists, but also they want to make sure that their successor doesn't muck about too much with theirs. So it's just a sort of, we'll all keep doing it. Yeah. We'll kick up a fuss. There can be quite a bit of background fighting between the House of Lords Appointments Commission and the various committees that oversee these lists. It's normally, we don't know because it's all private, but, you know, there's normally a suggestion that prime ministers submit quite a few names and then have to cross a few Mm. off. But uh, what's left with is still basically their friends and their allies Mm. get stuff at the end of it, uh, which... PMs like to do this. This is something that they like to have, but also they don't like having to do it for their predecessors because it's a bit embarrassing. Mm. If you want to look at, for example, Boris Johnson's resignation honours list, which came out earlier in the year, that's a little longer because he was prime minister for a little longer than 49 days. And you can often look at them as a sort of story of their life. So a lot of these people are sort of either their parliamentary assistants who worked for them in parliament you get people who worked for him when he was in city hall people who worked for his local council when he was an mp um then you get some of his uh you know director of communications speech writers get in there uh his deputy mayors when he was mayor so you get a lot of people who were sort of important to them in various stages of their career it's the desert island discs of people it is very much the desert island discs of people like who mattered to you in your life and yeah who who do you think about? And you go, oh, they really helped me. Thank goodness. I'll give them something at the end. And then right at the top are the life peerages. So Boris Johnson gave out eight, Ooh. for example. So again, mainly political. The most controversial was Charlotte Owen, now Baroness Owen. Uh, she's young. She's 30, 29, I think, when she became a peer because she'd worked for him. But there were some questions of such a high honour for a lifetime seat in, the, in Parliament, what she did to deserve it. And there are various arguments about that. And what else have we got on the list? Six MBEs, 
10-ish OBEs, 8-ish CBEs, and then 5 dames, 6 knights, and 8 peers. And a partridge and a pear tree. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's a sort of a more normal length list. I mean, Liz Truss's was, was a lot shorter than that. Mm. But this is how it works, and Prime Ministers think it's quite an important perk, quite a big part of their job. Almost all of them give one out. Uh, I mean, really, the only recent one not to have was Tony Blair. <gasps> but he had a few other controversies when it came to honours throughout his entire premiership. Oh, so, I didn't know about this. Yeah. Oh, so there was a period in British parlance when Cashfer was the scandal uh, name in, in of, yeah. the UK as opposed to Gate in the US. And so Cashfer honours and Cashfer access and Cashfer that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. But we'll get to that in about 100 episodes time. <laughs> yes. When it's finally Tony Blair's time. I have a question. Is it always political people in their lists? Is it ever like my hairdresser, my catering manager? What an extraordinary thing, because one of the unusual names that came out of Boris Johnson's list was the parliamentary hairdresser. <gasps> I think I've internalised that yeah. from a previous episode then. Maybe you have. Sorry, also... Boris Johnson gave an honour to his hairdresser. Yes. Boris Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson's resignation on his list has one MBE all, for the parliamentary head. Of all the prime ministerial hairs <laughs> to give on his four. Well, clearly. Certainly iconic. And maybe it could have been worse. <laughs> maybe they did their best with it. Yeah. So you do sometimes get hairdressers. You do occasionally get, I think one of um, Liz Truss's honours was for uh, someone who ran a charity that was quite close to her heart. So you can get That's the sort nice. of personal like people who sort of matters them on a personal level. But yeah, it's, it's mainly... Your political friends. Who would you who would you put in your honours list? Well, having said, I'd give you obviously. I, obviously, I would get all the things, but aside from me, there has to be like one other person on there. Interesting. Outside John's, the entire... John's staring at you from the corner. <laughs> oh no! Obviously, I'm giving huge honours to everyone in the prime team. Obviously, obviously, and podcast and, and dog. Pod- obviously, yes, yeah, yeah. They're all getting their honours. Um, I suppose I'd have to give something to my dear fiance. Oh. Yeah, because otherwise she does listen to this, and so I'd have to. And that's true. She is our biggest fan. She would also otherwise bring you down in the world, right? Because yes. if if she if you made her a duchess, then she could bring you up in the world because then you could be a duke. That's what I want. That'll be cool. Yeah, I want help. <laughs> help from my friends and family. Well, happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, and to you. It's happy uh, New Year. Really, really lovely that our podcast has entered its second year of its existence. Amazing. Even if it's only a few months old. Yeah. <laughs> um, a little word about scheduling. So, as you may have noticed, before Christmas, we were really quite determined to get as much content out as possible. <laughs> and now we're all really ill. <laughs> <laughs> so, the plan going forwards is that we're going to endeavour to release an episode every other week. And those yeah. episodes will alternate roughly between Prime Cuts episodes and Prime Ministers. We reserve the right to release additional episodes if they get backed up too much, or indeed to take a break. Yes, if we get too ill. This was an episode on PM's post-resignation awards, and it was an honour to have you listening. <laughs> That's a good one, I like that. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at primetime underscore cast, or write in at writeonwriteoff at gmail.com. And remember, never flinch, never weary, never despair. And subscribe to our podcast. I'm going to need to cough and it's going to be super loud, sorry. Me too. <coughs> <coughs> <coughs>
<laughs> oh, Rob, you're going to really enjoy listening to that on the track. <laughs> Just the chorus of coughing and sneezing for oh, all of us at once. Blustering. Oh. Oh. So grim.